Good morning. This is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale at the International Christian Fellowship online and on campus in Rome. Hallelujah. This is September 2021, and I want to say I am so thankful for all of your prayers, for your words of encouragement, for the flowers that you sent at the homegoing, the heavenly homegoing of Pastor Rick, my beloved husband of 43 years. We're back in ministry in Rome, and I am so thankful. I am surrounded by servants who are serving the Lord, you know, ministers of the Lord, servants of the Lord. I'm a servant of the Lord, and I'm excited about the future, but I want you to know that I have been so touched by your love for Pastor Rick and your expressions of his ministry and um, we are walking in a new and fresh anointing as I want you to walk in a new and fresh way with the Lord. So during this month we are preparing to have a service honoring Pastor Rick on October 2nd on campus and we will also live stream it. And so as you're here in Rome, I want you to come and see me. As you're online, you can send me messages. But I just wanted to give a personal greeting to our online campus to say thank you. It's not easy. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Um, but we're still here, so we're not done. And God says, I have a plan for the future to give you hope and a future. Not to harm you, but to prosper you. That's true for me as a wife. That's true for me as a mother and a Gigi. It's true for you that God has plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. And he wants you to be used by God. So I just wanted you to hear from me this month. I love you. If you've been on vacation and you're just joining back in, God is faithful. And I am here ready to do the work of the Lord in Rome and to continue on the legacy and the, and the vision that God has for the International Christian Fellowship of Rome. I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate your giving. Your faithful giving online has been amazing. And so I pray that the Lord would bless you in abundance. And as you bless the ministries of ICF Rome, we are literally touching one, touching Italy, and reaching nations with the good news of Jesus Christ. So thank you, and God bless you. And we will gather together to celebrate Pastor Rick on October 2nd as well. And we will carry on the faith. For Jesus Christ. There we go. Good afternoon, good morning, online campus. We're so glad you're with us. Can we say welcome to our online family? I'm so glad they're here. I want you to know that some of our online members, literally, have been with us for over a year. And some of them are going to engage with our Christian education online, begin to teach um, our Connect to Grow, Lead, Serve classes are going to be starting. And so um, there is a way for you to serve, whether you live here or you live in some other country, but you're a part of ICF Rome family. So we are so glad that you are here and we celebrate you. Today is the last Sunday of our theme, Ready to Surrender. And the Lord has really put this message on my heart this month. You know, for those of you that maybe don't remember how special it is, every year at the end of August, Pastor Rick and I would go away for a prayer retreat and pray about what God would have us talk about in the coming year. And this time last year, a little before this, we had felt the Lord saying, ready 
was the theme for 21. Ready 21. That we would be ready no matter what comes our way. Can you say ready? You can say ready online. You can type it in the chat. I'm ready because with God, I am ready. Amen? Without God, I'm not ready. But with God, you're ready and I'm ready. Our verse for this month is James 4.10. Humble yourself in the sight of God and he will lift you up. You know, this is a world of selfies and my opinion over somebody else's opinion, and the internet. And here the scripture says, humble yourself before the Lord. Don't exalt yourself. Don't exalt your opinion over God's. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Not just lift you up so somebody knows your name. Lift your spirit up. Anybody ever have their spirit kind of weak? <laughs> I'm the only one. Come on online, wave your hand on chat. Anybody ever feel a little bit down and discouraged? Yes. He said if I would humble myself in the sight of God, he would lift me up. It's backwards from the way we think we're supposed to get all riled up, right? We think we're supposed to say, Rah, Rah, isn't this amazing? But the scripture says I humble myself in the sight of God. It's not a common thing in this world anymore to be humble in the flesh. But it is a spiritual thing that brings us to a spiritual dimension that will lift your countenance, it will lift your outlook, it will lift your life. In week one, I'm going to do a quick wrap up so that you can all be on the same page with me this morning. I told you why we surrender. You know, we are in a new season, Joel. Thank you for that strong word for us during that time of giving. It is a new season. It's a new declaration that God is with us. But we surrender because earth is our mission and heaven is our prize. That's what I told you in week one. Earth is our mission and heaven is our prize. In week two, I reminded us that surrender means four things. Loving God, embracing his plans, not our own, trusting him with everything, and accepting his timing. Now, for some of you, maybe today's the first time I'm seeing you. I've been back for three weeks or four weeks now. Today marks, I didn't know if I was going to say it, but I am. Today marks three months that Pastor Rick went to be with Jesus. He went to heaven. My husband of 43 years, our co-pastor together. So this message of surrender is coming from my heart to yours. But more importantly, it's coming from God's heart to ours that he knows what we would each face. And last week, Pastor Manny, at the end of the men's retreat, said, reminded us of these three things, that we would find reassurance in God's revelation. When we surrender, we would find reassurance that God has revealed something. I have reassurance when I think about my beautiful husband, our powerful, strong Pastor Rick saying, you know what, you're ready. He told me that in the hospital just a few days before this day, three months ago. You're ready, Jen, he said. God's with you. You're going to do this thing. Now, I was talking to the Lord and to him, as my daughters were, and saying, not right now. Just be quiet and get better and no, 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 no. But in the end, we also gathered together and held hands and said, the battle is the Lord's. And we are all God's children. 
And I can stand here before you today on this continent of Italy and Europe while my family is in America knowing that I'm exactly home where I belong. And I'm excited for next weekend. On Saturday, we are going to have a memorial service in this house at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. You still have, we still have a few seats, so if you want to register and join, we have a lot of people coming from out of town to worship with us in that morning. We have special guests coming. And next Sunday morning on October 3rd, I want you to be here because my beloved regional director, Pastor Paul Trementosi, and his wife Angie will be with us to commission us for this new season. I want him to see how amazing ICF Rome is. I want you to worship and praise the Lord in victory and faith. Amen? Because we find reassurance in God's revelation. We have to remember God's revelation. How many of you remember the day that you knew you were going to serve God forever? Raise your hand. How many of you remember that? How many of you remember a time when you had to remember that revelation? Hmm? <laughs> maybe it was a hard day. Maybe it was a day you felt like giving up. And you had to remember what God had done in your life. Right? Amen? Come on, you got to be loud. <laughs> uh, we trust him with everything. Say everything. We trust him with everything. Everything. Everyone in our life. Everything, every circumstance, every decision, that is what it means to be ready to surrender. And your response, Pastor Manny told us, will determine your results. That's quite a big statement. Your response will determine your results. You know why? Because God doesn't force any of us. So if I don't choose to respond to God, if I don't choose to surrender my will and my way, my destiny is going to look totally different apart from God than it would with God. We each have to decide. You know, I can't have Pastor Rick's anointing. Now, the mantle has passed. And do you know, Joel reminded me that on that Sunday, three months ago, Joel and Alex were preaching. The mantle, the baton was passing. But it's not the anointing of the other. It's a new anointing. It's a fresh anointing. It's your anointing. It's your anointing. It's your anointing. God has a plan for each of us. So today, I want to give you your surrender plan of action. Okay? Surrender plan of action. And worship team, when you come back, we're going to sing ready. Because I want us to be ready to surrender. And I want us to have that time, even at the end, where we say to the Lord, I hear you. It's not just the worship. It's not just the feelings. It is the ministry of the word of God. Can somebody say word of God? It's not my word. It's his word. So I've got two things. Two little short points for your plan of action. One I want you to get intensely passionate for living for Jesus. I want you to be intensely passionate. Some of you are intensely passionate about soccer and football. 
Pastor Rick, this is the weekend when his Buckeyes are starting and all the red and gray is all over the place. And everywhere I look where he was, I see Buckeye stuff. And I started thinking about why was the Buckeyes so important? Because for him, they were a championship uh, enterprise. They win a lot. If you're online watching and you're not a Buckeye fan, I'm sorry. But they are a championship team. Because they are intensely passionate about what they do. I want you to be intensely passionate about Jesus. If you will, nothing. Say nothing. Nothing Nothing will stop you if you are going after God more than anything else in your life. Amen? Second thing I want you to do is be compelled by his Holy Spirit. You can't do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son... And God the Holy Spirit. Jesus came to give us salvation and life and forgiveness of sins. He bore on his back on on the cross the stripes so that we could have healing. But he left to go to the Father. He's not on that cross anymore. He's not in that tomb anymore. Amen. But he said, I'm going and I'm sending the Holy Spirit. And greater works than these will you do. Because I go to my father. Can you imagine? I mean, I think about the miracles that my grandmother, who went to be with Jesus at 102 years old, after being ordained for 75 years with the Assemblies of God, I think of the miracles that she witnessed. And the Lord promising me a revelation, greater works will you do. I think about my little granddaughters and my grandsons that they're going to have a greater anointing than I ever thought about having. In fact, Pastor Rick prophesied over his grandsons and said, the anointing is going to far surpass anything I've ever experienced. I declare over us this morning that he wants to to bless us, that he wants to take us to a new place with our surrender to his will and his ways. Amen? So here's something I had in mind for you that, You can't declare the blessing if you're busy cursing the circumstance. You can't declare the blessing if you're busy cursing the circumstance. We complain and we say, oh, this is terrible and this is so tragic and it's so awful. And that's true. Some of those things are true. But I need to spend my time declaring the revelation, amen, that God has given that if I will humble myself before the Lord, he will lift up my spirit. He will lift up my destiny. He will lift up your purpose. Amen. Somebody say amen and give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2.10 says this. We are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared, what does it say? In advance, thank you, for us to do. You are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus. And he didn't look at us right now in 2021 with COVID and chaos and tragedy and say, oh, no, now what am I going to do? Oh, this totally messes up my design for humanity. It says I was God's handiwork and he went ahead of me and prepared in advance what I would be doing, what you would be doing. This is so very important to the revelation of surrender. This is a promise of God. Who you are, God's handiwork. 
Stop cursing your own life. Stop cursing your own chemistry and makeup of who you are. You are God's handiwork. Start declaring the blessing. Look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful in Jesus' name. I am favored in Jesus' name. I am anointed in Jesus' name. I am protected and provided for in Jesus' name. You declare the blessing because you are God's handiwork. So I ask you this question, and I know you may be asking this question. Who will guide us in this next season of surrender? Who is it? It's Father God. His word is a light to our path. His Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And we have the blessing of the covering of the amazing assemblies of God of of America and in this country and the fellowship of European international churches. I want you to know ICF Rome and our ministries are blessed. Not because of me, not because of Pastor Rick Pasquale, not even because of any of you amazing servers who have the privilege of serving the Lord. We are blessed because God is guiding us and because we are yielded and surrendered to him. Maybe we might say this, why us? Why me? I say to you, why not? Why not? Why not you? Why not... Why not you? Bose from India that God calls to, to Italy. Naresh from India that God takes you all over the place and says, no, I want you to stay here for a period of time as this. Joseph, God's called you from many different places and many different circumstances to say, it's because I want to use you. Because you're my son or you're my daughter. How many of those graduates I've had in my office at some point in time saying, it's not going to happen, Pastor Jen. It's too hard. How many have I prayed with at this altar, pray for my exams. I'm so scared. I don't know if I'm going to pass my exam. And they finish at the top of their class. They get more than the grade point average. That's the Lord. How many have said, I don't have very much but a coin to give in the offering, but they faithfully gave until God gave them the most amazing jobs and advances and improvements and increases, so now they support the work of the ministry. Why? Why not? Why not? If you're God's handiwork, stop saying, why would God choose me? He chose you because he loves you. And before you were in your mother's womb, he created you. And when you humble yourself before the Lord, it doesn't mean that you feel inadequate. It means that you just say, I can't do it apart from my life in Christ. Amen? So I tell you this today, that we are going into a season of purpose beyond our own pleasure, beyond our own desire, because earth is our mission. And heaven is our prize. I want you to say it with me. Earth is our mission. And heaven is our prize. Don't get it backwards. Don't let everything in this world be what you live for. Because it's going to stress you out, make you mad, make you frustrated. But if I'm not living for this, if I'm living for my prize in heaven, then I do the day. And I do the day with Jesus. And I walk in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when I am weak, that's when he is made strong. You know, to whom much is given, much is required. And we are all still breathing. Everybody breathe. Breathe. I know I can't see you breathe online, but I know you're there. 
Do you know, I think we had about 1,200 people join us on Wednesday night prayer online this past Wednesday. That's amazing. Somebody give God praise for that. These are real people that are writing me their testimonies and their prayer requests. So I want you to know that if you're still here, if you're in this city, if you're in this house today, you're not done. God is not finished with you. He's just getting started in this new season. As we see the leaves starting to change, I want you to recognize something. The leaves may fall off the branch, but the branch stays attached to the tree. So some things are going to fall off, but if we're attached to the tree, the, the tree of life, the foundation in who Christ Jesus is, God is going to bring new life and new season, and it's going to be beautiful. Look at somebody and say, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Online, it's beautiful. You're beautiful. So I want you to remember these three things. We can surrender because his grace is sufficient. He has enough grace for today. You might say, Pastor Jen, I've been through a lot in my family this year too and this summer. And I know we have many friends who have experienced heartache. His grace is sufficient. Online, my friends that are watching, his grace is sufficient. Whatever you're going through today, his grace is sufficient. It's sufficient for today. Isn't that amazing? When you wake up in the morning, you can say, okay, Lord, your grace is, you got me through yesterday, you're going to get me through the today. You got me through last week, you're going to get me through this week, right? I want you to wake up not feeling like, oh my goodness. I want you to wake up saying, wow. I have another day. I woke up with breath and energy. I got out of that bed and my legs were working and my arms were working and my lungs were working. In this day and age, that's something to be thankful for. Amen? So thank God when you wake up. The second thing is that we must surrender because his word commands us to. It's not optional when you walk with Jesus that I may or may not surrender. It's obedience to the, to the word of God that I will surrender to him. And thirdly, it means that surrender means I let God be in control. I'm going to come back to this. Next month, we're going to be talking about ready to be. And I want you, if, you're, uh, if you love to study and research, I want you to start reading 2 Chronicles chapter 20. In the Message Bible, it talks about Jehoshaphat. I'm going to hit it really quick because I want us to have time to pray at the end. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, starting at verse 5, but you're going to read throughout, okay? But here's a little portion of it. It says about Jehoshaphat, when the worst thing happened, whether war, flood, disease, famine, we take our place before this temple. We know you are personally present in this place, and we pray out our pain and trouble, and we know that you will listen and give victory. I want you to know that God knows everything that is happening. In verse 13, they have it on the screen. It says, everyone in Judah was there. The little children, they're over there learning how to give to God, not just resources, but their life, their talents. The wives, the sons, all were present and attentive to God. It goes on to say this, this is God's war, not yours. You won't have to lift a hand in this battle. Just stand firm. That's surrender. If I'm not surrendering, I'm doing something. 
But if I'm surrendering, I'm saying, okay, I, I'm not sure what to do. But, the, but he said, it's not yours. The battle is not yours. He said to march out boldly and God would be with you. So I, I want to close with these thoughts. I want you to think about the things that you think may stop you from surrendering. A flood did not stop Noah. A fire, and you got to say amen. A fiery furnace did not extinguish Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen? <laughs> A hungry, violent den of lions did not stop Daniel. A laughing and mocking giant of threat, come on worship team, did not detour from God's victory. Imagine that giant laughing and mocking the children of God, but it didn't stop David, amen? An army of enemies swarming towards Moses did not stop God's plan for the future of his children. A shameful past did not eliminate the women who sat at his feet. It didn't stop them. A consistent medical condition did not stop the ones who press closer to Jesus. When we surrender, we join the host of heroes who don't back up, let up, or give up. They don't shrink back. They don't surrender saying, I quit. They surrender saying, just like that picture, my hand is in the hand of the one who made me. We're going to worship the Lord. Online campus, we're going to sing a song called I'm Ready. And so we're going to close and I'm going to pray with you. And I'm going to believe that as you surrender to the Lord, as you put your hand in the hand of the creator, the one who a flood didn't stop, the one who lions didn't stop, the one who a host of enemies didn't stop. Come on, somebody. The one who a plague and famine didn't stop. I can put my hand in his hand. I can surrender and know that victory will be mine. Amen? Amen. I want you to stand with me in this house. Lord, today, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you have promised to be with us. I thank you that we are ready to surrender and that we will trust in you. It says in 2 Chronicles that as they begin to sing and praise, the Lord put an ambush in motion for the enemies of God. This morning, the Lord is saying to you, I want you to surrender everything. You think that there is finances that's your enemy or sickness that is your enemy. It's your detour. It's your roadblock. It's not. It's a stepping stone. It's not a roadblock. It's a stepping stone to the next season. Amen? So, Lord, right now, as we sing this song, as we make our hearts ready, God, I pray that you would speak to our lives. Lord, I know I have had to come to you on multiple days in this period of time and say, I surrender again. I trust in your ways. I know that the battle is not mine. It's yours. When I put my hand in your hand, I see that you've already set in motion the victories for whatever the enemy would try to do to stop your children from making that prize in heaven. We thank you for it, Lord God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're so thankful for the word of God that changes our life. And so if you have decided today that you want to follow Jesus 100%, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I want you to say, Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now, to come into my heart, renew my life, my heart, my mind. 
I invite you, Jesus, to be the Lord of my life. From this day forward, I'm going to live for you with the help of Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, and with the message of the Word of God in my life daily. And I thank you for it, Jesus. You tell him, thank you, Jesus, for saving my heart, saving my life. In Jesus' name we pray together. Amen. I also want you to know that if you need a miracle today, if you have something that is pressing on your heart and your mind, I'm praying for you. And so as we close this service, there will be some other announcements that you'll see at the end. But I want to say to you today, the prayer of the righteous are very effective. And so we are agreeing with you in prayer today for your miracle, for your intervention, for your job, for your family. So Lord, right now, I thank you for our church family. I thank you for the ones who are right now saying, Lord, I need a new revelation of who you are in my life. I need a new example of you hearing my prayers and walking with me in this journey. And so Lord, whatever your child right now is experiencing, I pray that you would remove all fear and anxiety. I pray that you would replace it with the peace that passes understanding. I pray that you would bless them in their comings and their goings, and that you would lift their heart as they lift their head up to you. And they say, Lord, I'm all yours. I surrender to you, Lord God, and I know that you are with me in the midst of my journey this week. So, Lord, I pray that you would bless your people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. God bless you. And if you pray with us, please send us an email. Let us know what's going on in your life because we are praying together and we have experienced God doing some amazing things. And he's not finished yet, so we keep on pressing on forward in Jesus' name. God bless you and have a wonderful week.